to party like it's 1971. Celebrate the Bucks title with us. 94.5 ESPN is WKTI and WKTI HD Milwaukee. Aside from a house or a car specifically, what is the most expensive thing you own? Wendy? A car. Name an animal with three letters in its name. Alligator. Name something that's better than being rich. Poor. Besides a bird, something in a birdcage. Hamster. Something that comes with a summer storm. Snow. Something Russia is famous for, Bob. Russians. Something a burglar would not want to see when he breaks into a house. Rob! Nucky Grandma! Reason you might stay indoors on a beautiful day. Because it's raining? Name something you might buy that could turn out to be phony. Yeah, a horse. Name a time that most people get up. In the morning. A time most people go to bed. At night. This is the 7 at 11 on Sunday Karma with Craig Karmazin. Oh, it is the 7 at 11, and Giannis Antetokounmpo had 50 points in Game 6 of the NBA Finals. And, of course, it was not just a playoff game, but a finals game. But I'm wondering, in the regular season... In the regular season, who has had the most 50-point games? And what I will tell you is there's one guy, and his name is Wilt Chamberlain, who has more than the next five on the list combined with 118 50-point games. So, besides Wilt Chamberlain, who's had the most 50-point games in NBA history, give us a call right now. 800 990 ESPN. It's 800 990 3776. Kyle will be back next week to try to go seven for seven. But with him not here, this is your opportunity right now to knock it out. How many of them could you get? Can you rattle them all off? Could you go seven for seven? I don't think so. But call now. Most 50-point NBA regular season games. Wilt Chamberlain was number one. Did it 118 times. Who are the next seven on the list? 800-990-ESPN. It is 800-990-3776. Regular season, 50-point games in the NBA. 50-point or more. You don't have to hit the 50 spot right on uh, the nose like Giannis did. Let's start out with Jason. You are on Sunday Karma. Good. Let's see. If morning. Can... There we go. Good morning, Jason. Uh, I'm going to go old school, too. I'm going to go Bill Russell. Bill Russell uh, certainly is there when it comes to the championships, but in terms of 50-point games, Bill Russell is nowhere on the list, and there's actually a chance. 
I could have missed it because I see D'Angelo Russell is on here. There's a chance that Bill Russell actually never scored 50 in a game. Thanks so much for the call, Jason. 800-990-ESPN. It's 800-990-3776. Seven players who've had the most 50-point games besides... Besides Wilt Chamberlain, who did it 118 times. Patrick, you're on Sunday Karma. Morning, Patrick. I'm going to go old school before even my time, and I'm an old guy. And I'm going with Bob Pettit. Bob Pettit is tied for number 13 on the list. Uh, Dang. I I like the back-to-back old school guesses. Bob Pettit, a good one. Not on the list. Thanks for the call. 800-990-ESPN. It's 800-990-3776. Looking for the most 50, the most regular season, 50 point games in NBA history. We have, uh, besides Will Chamberlain, um, we know guests incorrectly, Bill Russell and Bob Pettit. Uh, we start out, uh, going old school. 800-990-ESPN. It's 800-990-3776. Many, many lines are lit. We'll see what people have to say. Let's start out with Ryan, who works in IT. You're on Sunday Karma. Oh, gosh. Um, I did hear, I think I heard uh, two before me. Yep. Uh, All that have been guests are, are Pettit and Bill Russell. Uh, Rick Barry. Rick Barry. We're continuing to go old school. And Rick Barry is correct. He is number five on the list with 14 50-point games. Well done, Ryan. Do you have another? Um, well, my era, Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan is number one on the list with 31 50-point games. Well done. Do you have another? LeBron? LeBron James is tied for that sixth and seventh spot. Spot He is correct with 12. Well done. Do you have another? Oh, God. Um, oh, Kobe? Kobe Bryant, number two on the list. Well done. Can you keep it rolling? Oh, God, I don't know. Um, Steph Curry. Um, Steph Curry, which um, is number 10 on the list. Well done. Great run from Ryan there. Let's go to Charles, who's a student. You're on Sunday Karma. Over half the list has been wiped out now. We got Jordan 1, Kobe 2, Rick Barry 5, LeBron James 6. Who do you have for us? All right, I'm going to go a little bit older. I'm going to go Larry Bird. Larry Bird. He, it's interesting because uh, this is part of what inspired me to do this. Jason Tatum had uh, had four 50-point games this year. Uh, Larry Bird, four in his career, which put him tied for number 21 on the list. Thanks for the call. Let's go to Malik, who works in uh, the shoe industry. You're on Sunday Karma. Morning, Malik. Good morning. Um, who do you have for us, Malik? 
Um, James Harden. James Harden. He had a ton of them all in that one year. James Harden with 23 is number three on the list. Well done. Malik, you have another for us. Um, Rick Barry. Rick Barry already guessed correct. Uh, do you have another? Um, Elgin Baylor. Elgin Baylor is correct. He's got 17 in his career. Well done. Missing one more on the list. Um, Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard is correct. Um, <laughs> Malik, you, you, you sure you weren't Googling? You just nailed him like that? Um, no, I definitely I do from the list earlier. I watched it on ESPN not too long ago. Oh, so nicely done. Nicely done. AI is uh, next after that, and then Kareem is uh, is next. Amazing that Kareem only has 10, but Dame has 12. Malik, well done watching ESPN. Well done knocking out this list. Where are you calling from? Uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Awesome. We'll get your 94.5 ESPN t-shirt. Uh, nicely done by Malik. We'll get back into the Aaron Rodgers discussion as we continue. It's Sunday Karma, ESPN, Wisconsin. You're listening to Sunday Karma with Craig Karmazin on ESPN Wisconsin and WisconsinOnDemand.com. By the way, the draw is out for the USA. Uh, Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday who have been great contributors uh, for the U.S. men's basketball team as the 2-1 and one USA team will take on Spain. And Spain is the reigning world champion. Uh, Spain just lost to Luka Doncic and Slovenia. So basically what you have is France versus Italy – uh, France, who, who had won uh, Group A. You got Australia versus Argentina. Argentina gets in despite being one and two. Slovenia, who, who won their group undefeated, against Germany, who gets in despite being one and two. And then you have Spain and the U.S., which is uh, uh, it, it, fascinating uh, matchup. U.S. All time is 16 and two against Spain in uh, world competitions, but it was a 82 76 win when they played in the Olympics uh, just uh, five years ago. So it is uh, really going to be interesting. Uh, Marcus All and a bunch of other pros on that team, and um, you know I, I get I get into it. I watched it on Peacock. There's a uh, for for ball and country, I think it's called. Uh, that's worth checking out. It's six episodes showing uh, the U.S. men's basketball team coming together in Las Vegas. But even more interesting, they go back through all of the old school. Uh, oh, that should be my Palermo's pick for this week. Uh, something to watch. Maybe, uh, maybe, uh, maybe it's right now. It's your Palermo's pick for this week. Wait, do we have the open? Uh, let's let me hear Palermo's pick because I have a Palermo's pick for you. It's that time. Yes, it's 
it's finally here. Craig makes his picks of the week. You can bet the house on it. Picks of the week on Sunday Karma with Craig Karmazin. Presented by Palermo's Pizza, Wisconsin's hometown pizza. Can't wait to see what happens next. On ESPN Wisconsin and WisconsinOnDemand.com. By the way, Palermo's, uh, they, they have so many different choices. I was at the grocery store yesterday. And, um, you know, I tend to uh, go with a lot of the uh, the mix of either the Screamin' Sicilian or the Thin Crust. But with Urban Pie, there's just so much. Knowing you're supporting a Wisconsin incredible company, the Faluca family, is just that much more reason why you want to uh, get your Palermo's Pizza. Go to palermospizza.com and uh, go support Wisconsin's hometown pizza. All right, my Palermo's pick for this week is... For Ball and Country, it is a six-episode documentary that is all about your uh, 2020, uh, I guess they're considered 2020, even though it's 2021, uh, men's uh, Olympic team as they get ready, deal with the adversity, getting ready for... uh, for the Olympics, but also great looks back to the Dream Team, Dream Team 2, the 2000 team, the 2004 team that lost, the Redeem Team in 2008, then the 2012 and 2016 gold medal teams. By the way, uh, quick note, Jason Kidd, let's not forget how incredible Jason Kidd was as a leader. Like, I know Jason Kidd didn't get the Bucks uh, to where Coach Bud got him to, but Jason Kidd was so important to the Bucks' development, to Giannis's development, and so important to that 2004 Olympics team uh, that uh, redeemed uh, the 2008 Olympics team that was the redeemed team that brought, uh, you know, LeBron and Kobe, potentially two alpha dogs, and really got the USA program back to winning. Uh, This year is huge. Uh, U.S. has not been able to uh, win in four uh, consecutive Olympics uh, pretty much uh, ever since uh, back back all the way back to the beginning of time, whether it was 72, whether it was then uh, 88, whether it was uh, 2004. Each time the USA has ran into something, and now uh, it'll be fascinating to see how it goes. And with Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday and Devin Booker, uh, you know, going through the grind of a full NBA season with shortened breaks, and then going straight from the NBA Finals to the Olympics, it's unprecedented. So uh, that's my pick. So in preparation for the game, uh, the quarterfinal game, watch for ball or country. And then uh, check out USA men's hoops against uh, Spain, which, um, like, who even knows how to find these games on uh, Peacock, uh, which is uh, which is where you're watching them. But it is uh, Tuesday when uh, the U.S. will be taking on Spain. There's your Palermo's pick. We'll get into the Aaron Rodgers stuff as we continue. It's Sunday Karma, ESPN Wisconsin. This is Sunday Karma with Craig Karmazin on ESPN Wisconsin and WisconsinOnDemand.com. It's Sunday Karma with Craig Karmazin on ESPN Wisconsin and WisconsinOnDemand.com. And you know where I live. Yeah, you know what we is. Sometimes you gotta stay.
karma continues, and uh, I think Aaron Rodgers made a lot of people in Houston uh, very happy with the Randall Cobb trade. Uh, not seen as the best signing uh, in Houston. Not, uh, you know, the idea of freeing up some money and all that. And I'm interested in what this means now. What you think now, because we talked about it in the first hour, and I want to continue the conversation on what does this say about, you know, we, we brought up the idea. So the Bucks went all in. The Bucks traded for Drew Holiday. The Bucks brought in P.J. Tucker. The Bucks as an organization seem to give their players more of a voice. The Packers don't. The Packers have had significantly more sustained success than the Milwaukee Bucks over decades and decades. Now, this is a new Bucks ownership group. You can't count the last uh, 30 years against them. But you can say... The Packers have had success doing it the way they've done it. So if that's the case, then they are now potentially breaking from that, right? Brian Gutekunst made it very clear we would not have pursued Randall Cobb if it wasn't for Aaron Rodgers. So does this mean the culture's changed? Is this we threw him one bone to move forward? Is this right? Is it wrong? I believe that they still don't totally have it figured out, right? The point isn't we did this just for Aaron. The point is we want to give our players a voice. And to me, Devontae Adams, who we've seen his work ethic, we've seen his ability, we've seen his talent, we've seen how he can work with Aaron Rodgers, and even to a lesser degree when Aaron was out, right? But we've seen specifically how how incredible he is with Aaron Rodgers. Like, let's... Let's wonder. Let's see. Is this a new era? Or was this throwing uh, throwing a few guys the bone? And ultimately, are Aaron Rodgers and Giannis more similar than they are different? Guys who are really passionate, driven, stubborn, who want to win. Right? Wasn't it just a month and a half ago that people were saying... Giannis has to stop shooting threes. Why is Giannis still shooting threes? Why is he shooting threes? And what did Giannis do in the fourth quarter of an NBA Finals game? Pulled up and drilled a three-pointer. Did the analytics say that is good? No. Do we think Coach Bud in his heart of hearts wants Giannis pulling up for a three? I don't know. It'd be tough for me to believe he would. But Giannis is pretty stubborn and pretty driven to win in that way. Aaron Rodgers, I believe, very similar. Could the Milwaukee Bucks have lost this year? Could they have not have uh, you know, gone all the way? Absolutely. Could the Packers have gone to the Super Bowl last year and actually won the Super Bowl? Absolutely. Does it change the arguments that would have happened? I'm sure it does for many people. But ultimately, as Jason said, This has to be about the process, and it has to be about the results. So do you believe the Packers' process, as it's been currently constituted, is right? And Aaron is trying to disrupt something that is working? Or is Aaron Rodgers helping a structure and a mentality and a culture evolve 
in a way that's going to help the Packers moving forward. 800-990-ESPN is the number that gets you in. It's 800-990-ESPN. Because that's what this is about, right? Is what Aaron Rodgers is doing right now. Is it going to hurt the team and the culture? Or is it going to help the team and the culture? I believe it's going to help. I believe that however they got there, Randall Cobb back on this team is good for this team. I get it may not be the best thing for the salary cap, and you're going to have to do some different things, but I think it's not only going to be good for the team. I think if he's healthy, he will contribute. I think he will make Amari Rodgers significantly better uh, with his ability to learn from a player like Randall Cobb of his intelligence, of his experience. I think this is going to help, but that's the question. Has Aaron Rodgers damaged the culture of this team through what he's done? Or has Aaron Rodgers helped redefine and positively shape a culture for this team that is going to get better and better moving forward? 800-990-ESPN. It's 800-990-3776. I want to know what your thoughts are. Is this ultimately moving the Packers forward, moving them backwards, or was this, hey, we just needed to throw this guy a bone because this guy's a diva, right? Does it help the Packers? Does it hurt the Packers? Or are you kind of neutral because this was just a deal to get Aaron uh, in-house? Uh, jump in on the conversation. You could also text us at 800-990-3776. And when I look at this and I look at you know where we sit today and – where we go moving forward, ultimately, I believe that it's about getting the quarterback right. And I think this only helps move the Packers forward, in my opinion, if they are willing to commit to Aaron for a little longer, which I don't believe they've been willing to do yet. From everything I know, they not only uh, are not willing to commit to Aaron, but that that is part of why he's not willing to commit to them. And again, understandable, right? They believe there's a, you know, that for the long haul, they may have their next quarterback. And if that's true, no need to commit to Aaron. If it were me, I'd be committing to Aaron and I would uh, be continuing to evolve my culture. Let's go to our favorite trolling teacher. It is Jason. You are on Sunday Karma. Good morning, Jason. Good morning, Craig. Uh, Hey, I got to disagree with you again. Um, Here's what's going down. This is his last rodeo, Aaron's last season there, bringing in Randall Cobb, who maybe will play, I'm going to guess, 12 to 13 games. He'll be injured. I guarantee you that. And uh, he's just doing it. He's going against everything Green Bay did for. Now, you could be right. It could be something that helps him forward. Because what they've been doing for all these years, what is success? To me, it's always been about winning. So, yeah, you can win your North Division year after year, whatever, blah, blah, and then choking the playoffs, blah, blah. The facts are this. 30 years, two Hall of Fame quarterbacks, two Super Bowls. That's the facts. So I don't know what success that is, but um. So Jason, you're you're saying you you measure it in championships, and you'd rather have four championships 100%. in seven winning seasons than yep. two championships in thirty. But what about the argument that, you know, 
that's playing the results after the fact and championships involve a lot of luck and what the Packers do gives them a chance to win every year. If you give them a chance, you're right. I'm not going to, I'm a Cowboys fan. I've been a Cowboys fan since 1980. They went to the playoffs 20, 21 years in a row and they did all right. And then in the nineties, they did really great. They were the first team to win three out of four years. Um, but now they've done nothing, you know, for, what, 25, 30 years? What I'm saying, though, is, yeah, you have a chance, but there were times, especially with Brett Favre, they, they should have added more weapons, Randy Moss and stuff, and, and even so much with Aaron Rodgers. They, they had times to add weapons, and they didn't. I just think what he's doing now, bringing in a washed-up Randall Cobb, I watched him with Dallas. I saw him in Houston. He gets hurt all the time. I, I just – I. I I thought he was you good on right. Dallas. You could be right. What? I thought he was good on Dallas. He was all right. I mean, there's nothing wrong with him. And I just I just don't think it's the right way. And I just don't like the way. And that's the way I got to change. I'm old. I'm 49 years old. But as an employee, you, do, you stay in your lane. I guess what I'm saying. Now, so- Tom Brady, when you got that many rings on your fingers, you have a little more uh, moxie. To make decisions, but isn't might that be why he has more rings on his finger? Because he's well, he's been he had you know they didn't sign Randy Moss without calling him first. They called Randy. They you know they said, "Hey, do you want Randy Moss?" And he's and he said, "I want Randy Moss." He went to the front office. He went to Robert Kraft and said, "I want Randy Moss." But also, here's the difference: Tom Brady. And I know people are going to say because of his wife. Tom Brady didn't care about being the highest-paid quarterback. He took pay cuts. And the first quarterback that ever I know of watching football for a lot of years was Troy Aikman, who took pay cuts to keep people. Now, let me ask you this. What is the last time other than this year Mr. Rodgers ever wanted to take a pay cut? I think Aaron Rodgers always would have been willing to. I I, I, I genuinely believe when he that. wanted to be the highest paid one. No, he was for no, a while. no. I, I'm saying I believe if culturally, I think that comes back to the culture. I think if the Packers were willing to do the right things, and thanks for the call, Jason. I think if the Packers were willing to do the things, he would want his money over time, absolutely. But I do not think that would have been his focus if he felt like he had those other things culturally. That is a great, great point that Jason brings up. We'll continue to take your calls as we roll on. It is Sunday Karma, ESPN Wisconsin. You're listening to Sunday Karma with Craig Karmazin on ESPN Wisconsin and WisconsinOnDemand.com. This is Sunday Karma with Craig Karmazin on ESPN Wisconsin and WisconsinOnDemand.com. This is fascinating as we talk about Randall Cobb and Aaron Rodgers. Jump in on the conversation, 800-990-ESPN. That's 800-990-3776. Uh, so I'm going to give you two two players, player A and player B. Okay? Player A, 
regular season, six, uh, 563 catches, 6,793 yards, 47 touchdowns. Player B, 620 receptions as opposed to 563. 6,822 yards, which is uh, 29 more than the 6,793 of player A. 36 touchdowns, nine, uh, 11 less. Yards per catch from player one, A, was uh, 12.1. Yards per reception of player two, 11. Um, and by the way, you could even play it out into the return game. Player A was Randall Cobb. Player B, Julian Edelman, who just retired from the New England Patriots. So Julian Edelman, who is seen as maybe even a potential NFL Hall of Famer because of what he's done in his postseason career, has pretty much identical stats to that of Randall Cobb. Now, you look at that and you say, well, Julian Edelman just retired. So what are we doing giving up a sixth-round pick for someone who retired? So Julian Edelman's first year was 2009. Randall Cobb's first year was 2011. So that means if you play it out, Randall Cobb theoretically has two years left to exceed the numbers that uh, Julian Edelman had, which if he had 57 catches this year for 29 yards, he would do that. It would be a very inefficient uh, yards per catch. I would agree. But then you say, all right, well, what did Julian Edelman do in his next to last year, right? Which this would be for Randall Cobb. Edelman came in the league 09, Cobb in 2011. In Edelman's next to last year, which was his also last year with Tom Brady, right? The guy who he's comfortable with. Julian Edelman had 100 catches for 1,117 yards and six touchdowns. Those 1,117 yards, a career high in his next to last season with the New England Patriots. And his last season, by the way, with Tom Brady. So when we assume, and by the way, if, if you want to take it to another level, um, kick and punt returns, if you really want to play this uh, scenario out, um, there's uh, four touchdowns on punt returns uh, from Julian Edelman, 2,000 yards on uh, punts and uh, about 10,000 yards on kicks. And, uh, and if you look at Randall Cobb, and we look at his uh, return game, which, you know, we certainly remember some explosive returns. Uh, two punt returns for touchdowns and one kick return for touchdown. Um, about similarly, about 10,000 kick return yards, 99.48 for Cobb and less punt return yards, only 866. But these guys are very, very similar. So the idea of wasting a sixth round pick for an aging guy who, you know, has been banged up. And again, Julian Edelman, nine games in 2015, uh, 16 in 2016, zero 
in 2017, 12 in 2018, and then 16 games and 100 catches, 1,117 yards and six touchdowns with Tom Brady in 2019. So before we assume that we're throwing a bone, that there's no possible contributions, and by the way, if Aaron starts throwing him the ball a lot, if, I mean, can you imagine, you know, to, to get to 100 catches, Julian Edelman had 153 balls thrown his way, which uh, you could definitely guarantee with Devontae Adams healthy, there are not going to be 153 balls thrown to Julian Edelman. But let's, let's remember things like that. Julian Edelman that year was 33 years old and went for that many catches. This year, Randall Cobb's going to be 31. He's going to be two years younger than what Julian Edelman was when he went for 100 catches uh, in tandem with Tom Brady in maybe his most productive year of his NFL career at the age of 33. So I get all the concerns. I get all the issues. But not only could Randall Cobb help Amari Rodgers as a slot receiver who the Packers used as a draft pick, not only can this be an example to the team that their voice matters to Devonte Adams, who's considering uh, should he sign uh, the contract to become the highest paid receiver in the NFL? He has one idea of what that means. The Packers have a different, but culturally we know Devonte Adams wants to see things, but when it's all said and done, could Randall Cobb actually also be a, an incredibly productive player back with Aaron Rodgers? I think what we just saw from Julian Edelman shows us that maybe he can be. Uh, big thanks to everyone who jumped in today. All the callers uh, to uh, Max uh, producing, to uh, Jason Wildy. You can check him out on Wildy and Tausch uh, throughout the week. And to all of you, remember, stay healthy, stay together, survive today and thrive tomorrow. Don't settle. You've been listening to Sunday Karma, ESPN Wisconsin. Peace. Go home, baby, let the good times